0: Welcome everybody to the Clifton's Podcast. I'm your host Clifton Grooms. We got another eight-man football showcase to bring to you. This time we talk to the Cab Tiger head coach Caleb Wardlow. We get to know coach's story. A look back at their 2019 season. We get to know some of the kids on the Tigers roster. A look at the first two games of the 2020 season, and we look ahead to their matchup against Southwest Livingston on Friday night. Our interview with Coach Wardlow begins at 30 seconds. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We got the Cap Coach Caleb Wardlow with us. How are you doing, Coach? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, coach, uh, one of the things that we like to do for our first-time guests is we really get to know the coach. Who's Coach Wardlow? Um, how you got into coaching, and um, how you got to the cab?
1: Well, I mean, <clears throat> I've always loved football from when I was a little kid. Uh, I played Bantam football in Savannah, starting in third grade all the way up. I uh, went to North Andrew Middle School and High School, playing eight-man football there. And, uh, you know, I just really loved the game. I uh, went to college at Northwest. And then actually, uh, when I was in elementary school, I actually went to DeCab, or I was Rushville, but, you know, it's the elementary where where the high school is. Uh, so I went to Rushville Elementary, and the PE teacher then was Travis Dinimore. And whenever I uh, went to college, there was a coaching opening. And he was then uh, had moved up to principal. And then, you know, so we had that connection there. And then, you know, I assisted with Coach Pike, who had been there forever. I assisted with him for a year. And then, you know, the head job came open and it was kind of a natural transition there.
0: Well, Coach, let's talk about um, 2019 real quick. Um, Four and six on the season. Um, Can you just give a little bit of a summary of just how your 2019 season went?
1: Well, we were very, very senior heavy. Um, we actually had, this is the first time we've had over 20 kids since I have been there. Um, but when I say very senior heavy, we were very senior heavy and not much else. So uh, we had, uh, I think, eight seniors last year. Um, like I said, very, very good seniors. One or two of them are all state kids on both sides of the ball. One's now playing football, Missouri Western. So very, very good kids. The downside of that is we kind of had the injury bug a little bit in the middle of the year. Um, not to make – I know I know everybody has it, so not to make excuses, but for us, you know, we had such senior heavy class that we didn't really have anybody to fill those positions after that. So uh, whenever we had a couple injuries down the stretch, it kind of affected, you know, maybe some of our games we could have won um, or, you know, been closer in. So, um, you know, but that being said, we were still 500. We were still doing uh, – we still did good things. Um, and, you know, so that's – last year, you know, had a tough one, South Fulton, Lottoway-Holton, and then our, uh, our one district game we got. You know, we put up some points, but they put up, you know, a ton more points than we did. So, uh, you know, it's – I mean, it sucks, but every year has got in somehow. And, uh, you know, but those kids worked hard. They, they fought through a lot of stuff. And I give those seniors a lot of credit because uh, their freshman year, they had to start – they all had to start because that's the year we ended the, the, the year with nine kids. So uh, those guys, to really watch them grow through their four years was really, really a good thing. Uh, I watched them, like I said, grow and be able to compete and actually, you know, their junior and senior be actually to compete and, and be in games with a chance to win.
0: Well, Coach, let's talk about uh, 2020. Now, obviously, you know, this has been a unique year for every single one of us involved in Subway fashion, or form. How have you been able to transition with practices and everything like that with all the new restrictions that are coming out?
1: Well, I mean, most of our kids were pretty excited to get back to do something. I mean, you know, because we've been out since March. Uh, we got the, the, the summer program up and going. And, you know, kids kids were just happy to see each other and, and you know, get back and play. So uh, the, the transition as far as that goes was, you know, really not not that difficult I mean you have to do the little stuff that they say you know all the restrictions and everything but like I said the kids are really I mean they want to be out here and and they're going to work and and they're going to put forth the effort And if they have to do a little bit extra as far as you know bringing your own water bottle or not sharing a towel or something you know they want to play football so so they're going to do that if they have to
0: definitely a whatever it takes mentality definitely for sure Um, coach um the first two games of the season it hasn't been the greatest start but um losses to Rockport and King City this these last couple of weeks. I've talked about, just give an overall analysis of your first two weeks of the season.
1: Well, you know, starting what I said with last year's seniors, because we had so many seniors, this year we're very young in terms of playing time at the varsity level. We've got five seniors, but of those five seniors, one has only been a full-time starter the last couple of years. The other, you know, this is their second year playing ever, so... You know we're we're very young, top to bottom in terms of experience. So we're going to take our bumps and bruises. Um, You know that first Rockport game. um, You know half the time we weren't even lined up correctly. I mean we spotted them. You know 24. I feel like that it was we were down 24 nothing in the first two minutes. Uh, You know they they ripped off a couple of long runs. Like I said, we we were out of position a lot of times. Once once we kind of settled down defensively. I mean we still gave up some points, but you know there was fewer and fewer big long. Chunk yards and more. They had to drive the ball down the field. Um, offensively, we really, really struggled. It's it's due, you know, a lot to our inexperience, a lot to our size. I mean, uh, Rockport's big, King City they're also big. We're not very big. I mean, our our lineman, you know, is 150 pounds. That's that's what our average lineman is. So very very small. So we've got to work on technique and, you know, it, it's it's rough out there when you're playing a bunch of sophomores against a bunch of seniors and you know, we've. We've been through it before. We went through it a couple of years ago. King City, um, same way. I, it was very, very close uh, up until six seconds left in the half, and you know they got a score on an onside and a deep throw, and you know all of a sudden it goes from eight to six to twenty-four six at halftime. So uh, I do think we did play better against King City than we did Rockport. Uh, we actually got a couple of scores on the board, which is good. But you know, you know, we'll get better. We'll keep improving. We've got better from week one to week two. You know, we'll get better from week two to week three and so on. So uh, it's it's just one of those things when you have young teams, you're going to take your bumps and bruises early in the year. And, you know, we'll keep pushing through and we'll make the adjustments we think we need to make in order to hopefully be successful, not just this year. But, you know, we're so young, we kind of need that success to transition into the next couple of years whenever these young kids get a little bit older.
0: Well, Coach, um, you talked about week three. Let's talk about week three real quick. Um... A huge matchup coming up at home. at your guys' home opener against Southwest Livingston. Um, what have you seen from them on film this year, and what can we expect from them on Friday night?
1: Well, they're really good. Uh, I think a lot of teams, I think they surprised a lot of people uh, losing Mack Anderson. I mean, he was whatever 90 some percent of their total offense. And I mean, he was really, really good, but I think uh, a lot of people overlook them because they're, I mean, they're solid. They're very solid. They're very senior heavy. Um, they, they like to throw it around. I know that you know, both the quarterback and receiver have already broke the school record and then rebroke their own record and back to back, or at least that's the stat I saw somewhere. So uh, they're very good. Uh, I mean, they, they like to spread it out. They like to throw it around. They like to get their athletes in space. So it's going to be wide open for them offensively and defensively. I don't think, I mean, I I think when you look at them, they, they, you know, they have a lot of offense, they score a lot of points, you know, they score a lot of points and they can do so very, very quickly, but defensively, I think they're, they're pretty good defensively. They're pretty big up front. Uh, They're linebackers. You know, they read well, they they move well, they tackle well. Uh, For the last several years, they've been very physical up front and they're, they're still, very, very physical. So, uh, I think these first couple weeks they surprised some people, but you know what? They're they're pretty they're pretty good. They're a pretty good ball team. So, uh, it's going to take every bit of us, you know, playing really well to give us a chance in this game. Because they're, uh, I mean, like I said two or three times, they're they're good. They're very good.
0: Well, coach, um, I definitely want to wish you good luck um, in the game Friday night and in practice and everything this week. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to really um, join me here on the podcast. It's very, very much appreciated. And um, again, good luck to you this week.
1: Hey, thanks. Appreciate you for having me.